do for me. Bang! Caught you looking for the same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this I bring. Uh-oh, the rope below the level because I'm living low next to the base. Come on! Turn up the radio. They're claiming I'm a criminal. But now I wonder how. Some people never know. The enemy could be the Frank Guardian. I'm not a hooligan. I rock the party and clear all the madness. I'm not a racist. Preach to teach the all. Cause don't they never have this? Number one. Never wanna run about the gun. I wasn't licensed to have one. The minute they see me, fear me. I'm the epitome. A public enemy. Used abuse without clues. I refuse to blow a fuse. They even had it on the news. Don't believe the hype. my last jam so here it is again another death jam but since i gave you all a little something that i knew you lacked they still consider me a new jack all the critics you can hang on my hold the rope but they hope to the pope and pray it ain't dope the follow-up farrakhan don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man the book up the new school rap game writers treat me like coltrane insane yes to them but to me i'm a different kind we're brothers on the same mind, unblind, caught in the middle end, not surrendering. I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling. So claim that I'm a smuggler. Some say I never heard of ya, a rap burglar, false media. We don't need it, do we? It's fake, that's what it be to you. All right, greetings. Happy Tuesday, actually. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio. First downs and flip tricks. It is the 18th day of September. And yes, do believe the hype when I'm talking about the godfather of New York as far as skateboarding. Stephen Callis is coming in studio. We are just waiting for Stephen. I'm super excited to welcome him in studio, as I just mentioned. And a super thanks to uh, Adida, who is running the boards for me today, and for you guys for tuning in. It is beginning to feel a lot like football, uh, at least for me it is. I know today is going to be all skateboarding. However, Los Angeles, the fight for Los Angeles, or quote-unquote the battle of Los Angeles, is happening this weekend at the LA Coliseum. I do say that as I do cover the Chargers um, and the NFL. If you guys uh, follow the Instagram handle or the stories or the iTunes or the blog, I really encourage you to come and subscribe to it. Um, obviously, tune in today. Tune in to Wednesdays for the Desiree Show on Dash Radio. Uh, however, there's a lot more stuff going on. And I have uh, been privy to a little bit more uh, coverage this year with the Chargers. Um, so this is a big game this weekend. Uh, anyone in Los Angeles, and I do say that because we are broadcasting in Hollywood, um, there is a big game going on this weekend in Los Angeles. And that is the Los Angeles Chargers are being hosted at the Coliseum by the LA Rams. So, uh, I don't know, NFC versus AFC, but uh, this, this, all this marketing stuff, it should be amazing. It should be actually not a, it, it should be a pretty darn close game in my mind. Uh, there's a lot of parable, par- parallels there as well. I can't speak today, as you guys can tell. Um, Wade Phillips, uh, the DC for the Rams, was the DC for the Chargers. Yes, this was many years ago, uh, probably about 10 years ago. However, there are two guys on that Chargers roster that were there when he was the defensive coordinator, and that would be Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates, uh, which are a dynamic duo. Uh, anyways, um, that's going on. There's a week two is in the bags, um, or in the books, I should say, not the bags, depending on how you want to phrase that. 
Um, but I've got a quick update as well for our Beat the Outsiders, uh, which is all skateboarders picking NFL games. And uh, it's uh, it's not as crazy as it was last season, but I think that's going to change once we have our kickoff show. Uh, with everyone's schedules, we were unable to have a kickoff show before the NFL season started. So I am really excited that that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks. And um, But I do want to give props to uh, Sergi, uh, who is in first place now after two weeks, and to Mr. Olson, who is the winner of this week. Um, NFL Beat the Outsiders, and I'm super excited. I've got a gentleman joining me in studio today um, <laughs> with a little bit of an entourage, which I was not surprising. <laughs> no, I'm super, and you guys, I'm going to switch gears. I'm super excited. Now, without further ado, I'm excited to welcome the godfather of New York City, skateboarding pretty much, uh, OG, not triple OG yet. Mm-hmm. Um He's got quite a few nicknames, uh, and we'll get into those later. He's amongst a slew of has a, amongst a slew of gnarly tricks. Um, he is a man with quite a journey as well, and a phenomenal skateboarder. As I mentioned, a lot of history. Super thankful to welcome Brooklyn-born Stephen Callis. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thanks so How much for coming in. I'm good. I'm good. Nice. nice. Hey, you know, I got to ask. You had a great interview. Um, on the Nines Club a little while ago, about a month or so ago, I want to say, maybe a little longer. Yeah, a little um, did you ever get a box of whatchamacallits? Oh, no, I never got a box of whatchamacallits. But right. I did have somebody uh, that's seen the show come up to me and give me a whatchamacallit. Oh, well, like, out of nowhere. here's a small little package. Oh, wow. I, I had two stops today to get to find these for you today. Thank you so but there's much. a little stash of some whatchamacallits for you. Uh, <laughs> no the, eating on set, the, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved them more before, but... Okay, well, you know, I... Mm, gotta watch my diet. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, now you've got, I mean, gosh, you've got... I mean, first of all, skateboarding, you're, uh, you're a godfather, you're a legend, you're, you know, I mean, not a mayor, but maybe a mayor as well, you know, of New York. Um, that's not only where you have lived, but that's where it started in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, first board about seven years old. Uh, yep. Kind of a story that people have heard before, but I'd love for you to share that story of, of acquiring that first skateboard. Of acquiring the first skateboard. I was uh, seven, seven years old or so. Uh-huh. I was seven years old or so. And uh, my mother had passed away. And so I like didn't really, I wasn't really close with my family. I, I felt lost and everything. And then uh, one day, my brother, he was uh, he was with me, and we were walking, and, and some kid was skateboarding. And I guess he seen the the smile on my face or the joy, or whatever. I, I want to try that. I want to try that. And so the um, so my brother was like, "Can my brother try it?" Because I was little, I couldn't even talk really. But uh, anyway, so I got on the skateboard, and he just seen something in my eyes or something like you know he seen I I liked it, whatever. So and then he said. Uh, he said, all right, kid, you can go home. And the kid was like, how about my skateboard? And he was like, ah, forget about that. So he, so he stole the kid's skateboard. It, it's kind of messed up, but thank you to that kid. Yeah, now, that story you've shared, you know, uh, not just with the Nines Club, but with quite a few other, you know, interviews, has there ever been a kid who has kind of, there's not been a kid that's come up to say, yeah, that was my skateboard? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no. so you would be able to, you know what I mean? So you might be able to sort of, Hook him up with a board or yeah. whatever. Um, I, I do that to other kids though, just to just to do it because I love it to do it to see the smile on their face and to see the you know what I mean the joy. Yeah, 
No, a lot of kids can't be, they can't buy them, you know? It's hard for them, so for me, it's nothing, you know? So just a skateboard. What's it mean to give back? It means it means a lot if, if you have to give back. You know, it's, it's, I give back because I need to feel good in my soul, to you know? To feel like, because I, I've been blessed with having stuff and uh, got to give it out, too. <laughs> You know, yeah. share the wealth. I mean, skateboard wealth. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's not money like, wealth, but skateboard wealth. Yeah, but that's it. You know, that's what's so special, I think, about skateboarding communities. We have all of these uh, charity events, and everybody gives. You know, we don't have maybe money, but we all donate. We we paint boards. We donate photos. We donate product. Yes. We hook up kids that have, you know, don't have, you know, have like little uh, caps as wheels, or we see like a board just completely decimated or completely loved, I should say, um, and in need of a new board, and we hook them up. You know, it's one of the really special things about skateboarding is for me, what, you know, skateboarding's been in your life, obviously, since yeah. you were seven. Um, it means a lot. What What are some of those things that it means to you? It means, uh, it means freedom. It means, uh, it just means a lot. Uh, I don't do it as much as I used to, but when I do do it, I try to have fun with it. But uh, it's just it just means a lot to me because it's part of my life. It's part of uh, who I am, you know, as a person, and you know, it's just I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, I've got a couple. Uh, you know, I reached out to quite a few different friends, mutual friends of ours. Um, as for Kales, I've known him on and off since the early 90s. I'd see him skating the banks and Water Street, and I've always been a fan. Pure talent, a crazy pop are things that come to mind when I replay and seeing him skate in person. Three tricks that, I, that are forever ingrained in my memory are waist-high frontside nollie heels on the banks. Never saw anyone do them better. He'll, he'll flip backside nose blunt attempts on the pyramid ledges like it was nothing and randomly ran into him in Philly kick flipping over one of his friends who was leaning over out of a curb cut again crazy pop he's one of the godfathers of new york skating in my mind intimidating back in the day but also but total homie and nothing but respect when i see him steve rodriguez oh wow nice i like steve Steve's amazing. Shout out to Fiveborough. He does a lot for the kids. He does a lot for the he kids. He does so much, man. And his son little skates too. Yeah. Cool. He was just skate. He was just surfing with Olsen yeah, as well. Like, but you know, cool. like he's uh, Steve Rodriguez is special. He's the people. man. What's it mean to you to hear sort of things? I mean, I I think of Steve also as as sort of a mayor in New York, um, as you're mentioning in a different way, uh, but giving back. What does it mean to hear some things like that? From he, up here. He is definitely a person that has done good skateboarding and done good business with his company and leveled up or whatever and, and also gives back a lot, a lot. He's always involved with something for New York. It's, I mean, it's for skateboarding, but for New York because New York skateboarding is like, it's not California skateboarding, you know? It's, uh, it's kind of harder for New Yorkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. totally different. And that's like actually a question. I, you know, I always ask my, I have a lot of respect for all my East Coast friends that are skaters because it's different. You guys deal with, in the past especially, but weather, 
obviously yeah. not being, not being able to skate all the time uh, before there was any indoor stuff you know having to skate really raw cement raw pavement um, raw you know weathered yeah. ledges um, you know run you know to skate out of stuff would be challenging you know nice uh, cancer on the landings and I love that you know all about it yeah no <laughs> I mean you know it's it's part of it. It's part of it. Yeah, so, so what um, What are the biggest differences for you, you know, as a skater coming from the East Coast to California eventually? But what's the, you know, there's a, there's a special grittiness, I think, to being an East Coast skater. Yes, definitely. And, but in my era, it was, uh, there wasn't too many New Yorkers in, in California. I mean, New York was not recognized like that. Shut skateboards made a lot recognized and... Uh, and then we, we helped me, Huff, Keenan, you know, just a whole bunch of us, so many to name, help New York get recognized. So it's it means a lot, you know, it means a lot. I see these kids uh, in from New York, they're doing so good right now, so good. Tyshawn and all, I'm so proud. Yeah. Them, you know. No, it's rad. Well, no, because also and also for people that maybe don't know that are tuning in that are a little younger is all the magazines were in San Diego or they were in San Francisco. So you had, those were sort of the companies essentially also were SF or San Diego. All the the good ones. (laughs) No, I mean, and there was other, I mean, I'm not, and shut, I mean, there's so many amazing East Coast, but the ones that were prolific, you know, all the way to Santa Barbara with Powell, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but... um, or including, I should say, because I said North and South, yeah. <laughs> Southern California. Um, it's a di- it was a different time. There was no Instagram. There wasn't, you know, people were yeah. submitting, you know, videos on VHS uh, to get to sponsor me videos. I still have some of people that sent them to me, like Hansi wow. Driscoll's, like, I mean, from way back. Cardiel's, one of Cardiel's little protégés. Um, the difference in time, in the eras. Yes, it's very different. Uh we would, we would be lucky if if there was like somebody that took photos for, for like those magazines that lived in New York, Bill Thomas, and uh, who else? Uh, Gio, Dimitri, and all that. Oh, came Dimitri, up after, yeah, you know? and Giovanni but, too, a little yeah. later. Giovanni, yeah, and Ryan. Uh, Ryan, yeah, there's a lot. Just who else took photos? But anyway, yeah, you had to come out to the West because this is the motherland of skateboarding. And, and, and I felt like I had to, like, these dudes, I looked up to all these guys, like, growing up, you know? So I, I got to come out here and show what I got. Like, you know, like, I just felt like that. Like, But, uh, yeah, it's just fun. All the fun, positive stuff. Right on. If you're just tuning in, I'm joined by Stephen Kales. Or Callis, pardon me. Yeah, uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Stephen Kales. Callis1. One. One. And that's 1L. Yes. Not one Kales. Yes. Shout out Josh Kales. <laughs> I actually, he's rad. I like Josh. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> now, um, coming from New York, you know, I've I've talked to some different pros and I've known them when they've come and stayed with us in town. And there's always been a vision of, you know, Robert Lopez Mont uh, came out and stayed with us and he was hell bent on hitting Hollywood High. You know, that was his focus. You know, he would look at the magazine every day. You know, we went actually, he kick flipped over the, over the 16, so third try, first try landed. Um, wow zung out and then two more tries i shot it you know four o'clock on a on a school day with my flashes um oh, yeah. when he kick flipped over but he knew 
what was that spot for you? Was there a specific spot or iconic skate spot that you visualized a trick or visualized skating? Well, I was uh, fortunate enough to skate in Barcadero a lot okay. with uh, all the San Francisco heads. And uh, what else? Uh, Los Files out here in okay. L.A. was very, very known. And, and uh, Lockwood. Lockwood, too. Okay. Yeah, and now I'm gonna I'm 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 and forgive me I'm kind of all over the place. There's so much to talk with you about. You know, there's so much depth and um, but I do. I'm gonna share another soundbite. Um, and actually, this one is um, it's gonna be we're gonna hear him speak. Nice. And Adida is gonna play that for us in just a second. Hi, this is Alex Corcoran talking about Stephen Callis. Mm. And I've known Stephen since he was a tiny guy. The blue hair and just skating so hard. I think that he is definitely one of the top 10 skaters of New York of all time. I mean, this guy could seriously just rip it up at any time and just like go back to normal in seconds. But my, it was a little bit nomination. First of all, he's funny, always taking on people and just being sarcastic. But then um, I remember one time, he, you know, he, Came out of jail after, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, first day out, we're skating off the place. And seriously, he was doing tricks that everyone just started doing. And he just came out and started doing it. You know, there's no practicing in jail. Like, there's no skate park. And he just came out straight up, started ripping. And then, like, I've always respected Steven since I was really, since we were kids, you know. And uh, he would come up to watch my high stay in me up time. And then go down to 30,000 and have some food on the second floor. And then we just go out and skate every day. You know, skating in Brooklyn like, was amazing for him, too. But him and Ivan, they were like definitely a team. Ivan Paris. And uh, those two together were like sick and sack. They were, they were so they're so ahead of their time. I could, like, all the stuff he was coming off, people were like sacking me to the. To the you know, it's like, where did you learn that? Especially back then, we didn't have, like, other pros skating in front of us. We had ourselves and whoever was in the East Coast. So everything that Stephen pulled off was definitely genuine and amazing. Oh, I could go on today with funny stories about Stephen. Like I would say he's a brother. I'm proud of him, especially now with what he's doing. And he's a lost new guy. He's definitely found himself and... Now it's going forward with life and keeping positive and making it happen. Keep on doing this, Stephen. All right. Yeah, and, you know, he, 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 he did that for me today in the subway. I'm like, can you do it one more time? I can feel the love. It's just the connection's not so good. Wow. But, um, you know, and he's got this big show today, Game of, Game of War Tour, um, that he's hosting as well. Uh, if anybody's out in New York right now tuning in, uh, it's at Max Fish, 7 to 12. Max Fish, of course, right? <laughs> um, you know, but uh, speak on, there's a really special camaraderie um, in the East Coast. Can you can you share a little bit more? I mean, I, I can hear it. I know it. Can you speak on it a little bit for us? Uh, what'd you say? The New York, there, there's such a strong like brotherhood. In, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in, in Philly as well, and I mean, all the East Coast 
skaters, but I know, I don't know, just there's something, there's a very special community in skateboarding. It sounded like he was going to cry, right? The way he's talking, like. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. Yeah, we go way back. He spoke from his heart. Yeah, we go way back. I love Alex. Uh, He was probably one of the first people to film us, like all of us, like skating, me, Harold, and all of us. Uh, We we were younger than him, but uh, he was just always there, man. Like, when my mother died, my grandmother, I used to live with my grandmother, but she was like a nervous wreck, like always nervous. And I guess I made her nervous because I was outside at all hours skateboarding. And I was only seven, eight, you know what I mean? Come home at like 10, 11, whatever. Anyway, uh, when when my, uh, my, sorry, my uncle, he lived upstairs. He was a, a, a police officer, right? She, uh, she told him to put me back in, into foster care. You know what I mean? Because he lived upstairs or whatever, and I was making me <coughs> nervous. I wasn't listening or whatever, whatever. And so he took me back to, uh, he took me to family court, right? <coughs> Excuse he, me. Yeah, sorry. no problem. He took me to family court, and so he was trying to put me back in the system because I came from foster care too, you know, like most of my life. So when we was uh, waiting for the judge or whatever, I was like, hey, I got to use the bathroom. And he was like, uh, all right, go ahead. And I, I just left the court. I ran the court. I ran out, whatever. But Alex is one of the people that I was a little kid staying at all my older friends' house, also, all these skaters and stuff. Their parents were looking out for me, whatever, because I wasn't close with my family. Anyway, I was just a runaway. I wasn't trying to go back to foster care, you know? And so uh, Alex is one of those people that was like, don't worry. Like, I'll be outside, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm a little kid. He'd be like, come on, you hungry? Let's go, let's go. So it's like, thank God for Alex. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Now, foster homes. You know, I know you you lost your mom when you were young. Um, Most of us have. I mean, I I haven't been in a foster home. Can you you share a little bit about that? I was always in different foster homes. Foster homes was never stable. It was never like, I don't I don't know. They just kept on moving me to different ones. But anyway, the, the name of the uh, the foster care, the agency was called Little Flower. Yeah. So I want to do something with that name, Little Flower. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no, kids, that's cool. You know, Little Flower, for real, right? No, that's super yeah. cool. You know? I've been going to talk to kids in, in, in juvenile halls with Dennis Martinez and other places, whatever, and just we're going to get a whole bunch of people involved. Adidas came up, you know, asked if they could get involved too. Like, just a, a whole bunch of other people like, damn, Steven, you could, you could, you know, you could help somebody. Just tell your story. Yeah. And keep on walking the way you walk, you know. One of our biggest strengths is our history yeah. and our adversity. Yeah. If we're able to share it, you know, and give hope. I don't want no little kid going through what I went through, you know. Putting myself in prison. Ain't nobody put me in prison but myself. Doing stupid shit, you know? Yeah. I didn't have to do it. I was getting paid from skateboarding. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Anyway. 
I'm going to change gears a little bit because, I mean, Alex mentioned as well, like you were in prison yeah. for 10 months. I mean, there were some really, 18, you know, look, or 18 months, yeah, pardon me. Yeah, then what did 32 I months, oh. then four years, then another year, then just kept on. <laughs> Not good. But some really cool things happened, though, that I saw afterwards is that, you know, when, when Mark Gonzalez uh, put you on ATM Click, Mm-hmm. He also kept all the board sales for you while you were yeah. in jail. Yeah. Um, Alex mentioned you came out and were able to do these tricks that nobody was doing, and you hadn't been skating. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of different. I mean, adversity and struggles suck. Like there, it is hard when you're going through them. What got you through them? Like, how did you sort of, you know, I mean, for me, I think also about it as an injury. You know, when you, when I get hurt on my skateboard, I can't skate. That hurts more than the actual physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to occupy my mind in some way. What did you, how, how did you go through this? How did you do this? What I did was, I mean, I was like lost in there at first. I didn't just, didn't know what to do, whatever. But I had, luckily I have a brother that's uh, from the street. And so I, I ended up running into some people he knows, and I got taken care of, you know, because he's with that gang stuff and all that. Anyway, but uh, what I did, I would daydream about skateboarding, like, because I, I missed it so much. So I would sleep and, and wake up like, oh, my God. like I was just dreaming about doing a frontside rail slide or something, you know? Like, and I just couldn't wait till the day I got out. So hardcore visualization. Yeah, huh? it's just. Yeah. I remember I had like my my favoriteest like skate dream was I was trying to do um, switch pops, and I remember or actually just pop shovets, and I remember finally catching it in my dream, and I caught it like four feet high, like four <laughs> nice. feet. I'm only five feet tall on a good five foot two on a good day, uh, but I caught it like four like four feet high, and my skate buddies saw me do it. <laughs> You know, but it was just oh, the other part, you know, sick. back then, you know, because, yeah. you know, you're like, yeah, 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 you did it. Sure, mm-hmm. you did. No one was there, you know. Mm-hmm. How do you, yeah. how can you prove that? Um, anyways, uh, I'm a dork, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 so now, you, and you, um, gosh, there's so, like I said, there's so much about you. Um, I mean, you've had the opportunity to ride, you know, obviously uh, on the B team, quote unquote, with Alva, where you actually had to pay um, Braza Skateworks to shut to Blue, to Worlds, to, you know, multiple brands um, that have really embraced you throughout your career and throughout your adversity. Yeah. Um, and I was a pain in the ass, too. So I was a pain. Like, I was just doing... I, is that like a general amends to all of these board sponsors? Or no, kidding. Well, no. <laughs> just, yeah. They used to be like, Steven, get out the warehouse. We'd be taking too much stuff and just always... But live and learn. Yeah. I feel bad now, but before I just, I had no guidance. I had no, nobody to teach me nothing. I had to learn on my own, you know? And my attitude back then was like, fuck you, you're not my mother. You know, like if anybody tried to say something, I was just so hurt and broken, you know? Yeah. So I apologize to all the people that I ever did anything wrong to. You know, it wasn't me. It's not my heart. No, and then I think our living amends as well. You know, I mean, we, I, I can make amends for things I have done, but the most powerful for me in the hell that I put my parents through is, is by living a certain way and living a certain life, like living my amends, you know, being of my word, um, you know, 
being able to not just say I'm sorry, but also to be a different person. Yes. Or be that person that I was. You know, they said I was Snow White that went bad. That's what my, <laughs> you know, like, but I mean, you know, and that was just mine. Um, you know, it's just really cool. Um, you are, you know, congratulations. You're sober right now. Thank you. You know, um, you're giving back. You're, you know, involved with the church. Uh, with yeah, with, with the church, and, with, the, with the kids, with, you know, trying to do more of that. So recently I just left San Diego. Mm-hmm. So that's where it was all at. But now I got a car, so be going down there a lot more and and uh dealing with Dennis. He's a good brother. Dennis yeah. Martinez, bro. He knows what it's like to <laughs> to go through hell, you know, to put yourself through hell. Mm-hmm. But you you kids don't gotta put yourself through hell. You What's know? the suggestion? What do you tell that what do you tell this youth right now? What like I, what is the best advice that you can share with them? Best advice is uh don't be a follower, be a leader. And uh, just do right, because all that all that bad that you do, it's all gonna come back to you. Karma is a mother, and it, it might not catch you today, tomorrow, but it's gonna get you right when you're least expected. But just it's just not worth it, you know. Do people like you want to be done? You know what I'm saying? Live in your own skin. Yeah. Sleep. Be able to sleep in your own skin yeah. at night. Yeah. No, that's cool. definitely. Who wants to be looking over police, no license, no nothing? Nah, I ain't going to do that no more, you know? You want to get everything correct, you know? Well, and the thing is, one of the rad things about, you know, I love I love sports. I um, Skateboarding um, saved my life. I mean, it sounds so cliche. And mm. snowboarding did. Everything was okay as long as I got to get on my boards, like whatever it was. Everything was going to be okay. Um you know, and I know sports have done that for a lot of people. Um, and I feel like if you are focused on doing that sport or whatever, or if it's your passion, you're doing it, it does sort of help keep you out of trouble. Yes. It does. To a certain extent. You can kind of go off, but it's gonna if you're really focused on it, you're gonna kinda stay on that path. Yeah. And if you fall, it's all right. You just gotta just get, get back, back up. up. Yeah. Don't keep on like Ain't nobody perfect but God, and you ain't God. <laughs> no, it's true. It's That's totally real. true. You know how many times I know fell and got back up? I mean, just keep going, whatever. Biggest slam you've ever taken. <laughs> yeah. The most memorable one to you. <laughs> Biggest slam I ever took, yeah. No, I mean, you know, I'm not talking about no, off no, your I board. Know. I'm talking about on your board. I'm trying to keep it light on the same token, sort of. <laughs> trying. Yeah, no, I know. Not really. I, I, I never really got hurt. Just concussions. But that's really it. Just concussions. Yeah. And then you'll you'll reap those percussions later. Fractured elbows. Never no broken ankles or nothing. Thank goodness. And you still skated with your broken uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I had a big knee pad right there. It looked just so good. It stunk. No, but didn't I swear to God, like any injury I've ever had, if I did have a big like people are magnets to it, first of all. Like because I have plate screws, washers, punctured lung, broken ribs, ACLs, MCLs, 18-millimeter bulging disc, ankles, um, car accidents. Um, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm old. I have fractured hip, whatever. Um, there's, uh, I've been gotten beat up, um, hucking myself around. But um, 
people are magnets to it though. Like literally when this, I had a fiberglass sling, people would walk right into me with it. I was like, really? You know, and you're just like, F you, come on. Do you not see this big thing on my arm? You know, um, and slamming. Like if I, you know, I, I have a fractured hip because I kept skating with a gnarly hipper and, and just kept slamming on it. You know, yeah. I mean, Aaron wanted to take my husband wanted to take a picture of it and send it to Thrasher uh, Hall of Meat. <laughs> my my whole butt, my whole left butt cheek was twice the size and black and blue down to my knees. Yeah. You know, but I wanted to keep skating. You know, I couldn't walk, the, but the tailbone hurts. <laughs> you know, the tailbone like, hurts. You can't even get up out of bed. You gotta roll. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping with ice packs Man, on. <laughs> okay. Well, and okay, and I got another quote for you from Mark Nardelli. Okay. Nardelli. I also worked with fibro. What um, yes. does, yeah, yeah. and zoo as well. Um, one of the first time I saw Steven skate was in Philly. He made some kid crouch down in front of this ollie bump, and he pop shoved it over his head. Might have been for a photo. He is raw, rugged, and crazy talented on a board. Probably like ninety four ish, um, and I think this was the entrance to a parking garage. Uh, but I can I can't jog my memory. Do you remember any? No, don't you don't remember? remember. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> you made an impact there. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. But uh, yeah, I don't remember. My brain is fried. <laughs> too much weed back in the day. Kids, stop smoking weed too, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you're gonna lose your memory a little bit. Okay. Okay, well, that, there's a little friendly love and right there in the show. <laughs> you weren't privy to the smell. We we incur- we we got to privilege when you walked in, <laughs> right? So now um, I'm going to switch back gears again. You know, you've got you. So in your early, in your struggles when you were young or trying to find a home, and the foster cares and getting out, you had the opportunity to kind of be adopted by a pastor and yes. skate and there was you know speak a little bit about this special spot yeah this this guy uh, so back to the story when I ran out the courtroom right mm-hmm. and so uh this guy used to he used to be up in Sunset Park preaching to us you know not pushing it on us but just hearing that you know what I'm saying he'll say some things or whatever but uh so we used to skate up there and uh and then so Rick, he found out that I that I was on the run or whatever from you know from family court or whatever. And he was like, "I'll be I'll be your uh, guardian." I was like, "You'll be my guardian? What the hell is that? I don't even know what that meant." But so anyway, he went to court for me, and he put me under his wing like a little brother, and took care of me, make sure I was all right. Yeah, so I I still talk to him here and there, you know. Right. So, so are you so you're able to share with him that you are sober oh, yeah, now and that yeah. you're giving back to the kids and Yeah, and I uh yeah, I send them the nine club thing. But yeah, I used to I used to put I used to put them through hell though too, like you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh he's all right, he's blessed. He's a missionary. He's in Russia always, like different countries just helping people. Dedicated his life to that. That's a good man right there. That's right. Yeah, he would drive you to contests yeah, as and, well. Yeah, and, and he even he even uh, like in the church, we we got to build ramps and we we even started throwing contests. We used to call it high BA. I don't know why they called it high BA, but uh, yeah. So a lot of people, even from the west, used to come. Kareem, Jason Lee, 
and uh, they used to come skate. It was just, he did a lot for New York. A lot of skaters in New York know him for, like, you know what I'm saying, for what he's done for skateboarding. Now, was he a skateboarder? No. Okay. He wasn't a skateboarder. But he used to bring us to, to everywhere, like, to different skate parks and, uh, like, indoors, you know what I'm saying, when it's snowing or whatever. And he just took us everywhere in a van. So he's the man, Rick. Right on. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. You've had a lot of people on the way. Uh, man, you know. so many helped me. Like, so many angels. I call them angels. But so many people were placed in front of me, like, just to help me or whatever, you know, help me get through it, uh, either verbally or, you know what I'm saying, mentally. So, yeah. Very good. I'm, I'm very proud of all that. Who I'm have, grateful. Who have been the biggest mentors to you? I mean, it sounds like there's quite a few people yeah, that have impacted your life, but who who would who are those that come to mind? I, and we can't probably name them all, so we don't limit, no, you know, no, don't I get can't. you in trouble with not naming them. Yeah. But um, you know, this this pastor as well, um, yeah, Alex. Rick you Kirschman. mentioned Alex. It's Ducky. It's a uh, so many. Uh, Eva, in New York. Shout out Eva. Sorry, I didn't pick up your phone call. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Dennis Martinez, uh, Christian sometimes, you know. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I look at, and I'm like, damn, if they could do it, I could do it, you know. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to give to other people now. Yeah. Desiree now, too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I paid him I paid him uh, in whatchamacallits <laughs> for that. <laughs> so... Um, uh, New York, Brooklyn, to California. What was that transition like for you? That transition, when my mother died, uh, my grandmother, she tried to, uh, before I went to all the foster care, I mean, uh, like the family court runaway or whatever, she she had, a, I, I guess, a cousin out here or something. So she sent me to, to, to Fresno, and I was already skating, so I just didn't go to school, and I, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to school. I was just, you know, like that attitude, real mm -hmm. nasty, real, just bitter, just hurt. It's just because I was hurt. And so, uh, anyway, I've been out here quite a few times, quite a few times, especially when I was younger, you know. So uh, companies used to fly me out, and, uh, yeah. So California's great. I love the weather. Do you miss the East Coast? Yeah, yeah, I miss it. But I don't miss the snow at all. <laughs> and not much shoveling? No, man. <laughs> Or slamming on. Yeah, no, no. Walking, walking. You know, you're walking across the street and you step on an ice puddle, slush, your feet just go right in. Just <laughs> feet be all wet. Timberlands, man. I thought they were waterproof. <laughs> Not New York waterproof. Yeah, right. <laughs> Only mountain waterproof, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, skateboarding has, has given you a lot of freedom and now the freedom to give back. Um you know what? You know you mentioned a few things to kids right now, um, but what? Maybe someone, not even kids, like people in your at your age and are you know are my age, like to continue that freedom. Just keep fighting, man. Keep fighting. It ain't over till you say it's over. That's what, that's what I do. I don't care if I fall right now. I'm just gonna get up tomorrow. I mean, you're only in early yeah, 40s, though, too. You're still pretty young. Yeah, <laughs> 42. 
Yeah, you just turned 42. Yeah, there right? You so you're eight more years until you're OGG. OGG. Triple or triple OG. Wait, how do you go from OG to triple OG in just a decade? I want to know that. I don't know. <laughs> These kids be saying triple OG. I'm like, yo, bro, you know, I'm not triple OG. I'm talking about fucking Steve Olsen. That's triple OG. You know, I'm just OG. Just an O. No, not that old. Um, no, just the O. Just the O, okay. Two well, more years, I've become the G. Okay, okay. Two more years, you get the G. Oh, you're I just the O. Oh, I, I I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry for that. Now, we've got a few more moments. Um, I am going to ask, because what we're going to do at the end of the show is we'll, I will play your favorite song. So, you want to tell me what your favorite song is? Well, I got one from Second Second Chance. Second Hand. Second, second what? Second Hand. Okay, so we're going to play... Your song, your favorite song from secondhand at the end of the show. So you guys stay tuned. Um, Steven, do you have anything more you'd like to share? Um, there's, you know, like I said, we only had so much time. Um, but uh, or what song gets you pumped up? That's a good one. What song gets you pumped up to skate? I'm, I'm, I'm going to play one of my boys' songs. Okay, well, we will play that after, after the show because um, we're running out of time. But we'll put that on and people will be able to listen to that. What pumps you up, though, to skate? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, I don't know what pumps me up to skate. Let me see. Uh, you don't know what pumps you up to skate? No, I don't really listen to music. You don't? Okay. Uh, well, what then? What do you do? Mentally prepare yourself to skate. I just go. You just go if and I you just get like on your skating, board. I skate if I don't. So most of the time I'll be going out and I feel like I want to skate and I, I just go sit down. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, um, don't go sit down. Let me see what song. I don't know. I don't have a song. Okay. All right. Uh, so you wouldn't be a baseball Eric Clapton. player? Eric Clapton. Like from Phil Collins to Eric yeah. Clapton? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to take that with a grain of salt. Um, and uh, any last shout-outs you want to say to, you know, the kids and the skaters that are following you? I just want to shout them out. Thank you for the love. Appreciate you. Keep doing the right thing, man. And thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Yeah, no. Thank you, Sound Girl. Yeah, Dita is awesome. Uh, got thanks. Spliff you. right here. Yeah, we've got two. I know we've got and yeah, we, we have got Spiff and right we here. have some music people here that came in as well. I, I named them as the entourage when you yeah. walked in, only because it looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we are. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. Well, uh, I think we have run out of time. Um, no, no, please. No, no, please. Any last words? Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I will leave with one last quote from uh, Giovanni Retta, which pretty much sums it all up, is that, Stephen, he tells it like it is, especially when he talks about himself. So thank you for your candor and your honesty, you know. And, uh, and thanks to uh, Mark Nardelli, Steve Rodriguez, Alex, uh, for all their quotes, and for Stephen, for you for coming in. Yeah. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you. And uh, you guys for tuning in. Coming up, uh, stay tuned for Inside the Locker Room with the Desiree Show, and I'll be in the Chargers. Uh, stay tuned on Instagram and iTunes as well. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio, and I'm out.
Knowledge exchange, street smarts polish the brain. Curl the wax, rap facts, yo, I college the game. Word of my kinfolk, I fade with this pen stroke, Murphy. I stay on the wave like the sinfo tempo. Hands down, you want a war, that's a man down. The fam down, to snatch you in your man's crown. So what's the plan now? Your internet thugs whistle near. We was 9-5, chocolate top, flavor in your ear. Clear is the God flow. Me, blizzard split. Less today, better tomorrow. Now follow the leader. We play in the field. We are not in the bleachers. I see you. This that conquer divide shine. We are not on the sidelines. The truth that defines mine. Have the past the information. Your gas for ventilation. I master demonstrations with patience. We in the gym, see the spa working. Blizz talking at LeVar Burton. I'm on a star searching. Why y'all playing all soft sound like Rod Jerkins? We working. Revenue streaming while your squad hurting. Uh. So basic minds might grasp it The Lauren Hill theory Still hear me when I'm going through song I live long beyond yearly Trends that pass like two puffs Double ditty, knowledge unpolished I promise gritty, fucking with me, get me To your leader, double seater with a diva Be the all-knowing, my ball showing through speakers Keep the bullshit, I'm good with a simple life Pretty wife, couple kids and this to keep my mental right My pen will write like a mind of its own Find a wrong and make it right The sacred flight that I'm on, gone First class, the burnt grass will show the snakes. Bowl of flakes in the morning, performing great stakes. For the timeless times, I find my mind rewinding when I'm blind to escape lack of shine. 